He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, today joined by uh, somebody who, all right, here's how this actually went down. I was going to record with a different guest who will remain nameless um, today. Do not say their name. I will not be a part of this. If you, yeah. of you giving, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say okay. her name. I'm. I'm definitely not going <laughs> to say the name of somebody I respect deeply who covers the WNBA and women's basketball for the Athletic, who used to work for Silver Screen and Roll. I would never say her name, um, and and put her at risk here like that. But that was going to be today's guest, and you I'm know, sorry she in reached... advance, person who I enjoy their work and consider a close personal friend, that I will not say their name. <laughs> um, so, so she reached out and she's like, "Hey, my um, mid afternoon meeting canceled. Um, I can record now." And the problem is, like, she she messaged me like deep enough into Miles's nap that I was like, ah, "I don't think we're going to be able to." <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to risk that because there's nothing worse than like recording. You're like 20 minutes into a, a, a podcast and then you start hearing in the background like, oh, God, I still have like another 20 to minute, 20 minutes. And this this poor kid's going to be screaming for at least 10. I got to stop. So um, I, you know, we had to move things around. She said, well, she's um, a lot more flexible tomorrow. So that person who, again, will remain nameless, who, um used to host a podcast on the old silver screen and roll feed uh, <laughs> with uh, Raj Chapalu. Um, that, that episode is going to be tomorrow. The person you've heard in the background already so far is Harrison Fagan. And it actually worked out perfectly because today was such a nonsensical day that it's like the perfect it's a it's a perfect kind of news cycle for you and me to cover. I think. Do do, I, do you think I have that right? Yeah. No. I, I mean, to take people a little bit behind the curtain, I think you know you and I have been talking about like, okay, you know, we have X amount of appearances that I can make a month. Um, you know, and how do we target these around sort of the mo when they can be the most entertaining and the best podcasts and yeah. you know the best stuff for us specifically to talk about. Yeah. And so when this happened this morning, I'm like, Anthony, please tell me you don't have a guest because <laughs> I need to laugh about this insane news cycle with someone. So here we are. Uh, we have found out that our, <laughs> our, like, our best topics, our, the, the, the stuff that you are going to get the absolute best from me and Harrison on, not basketball, not the playoff run that they were on. You have better guess for that. I'm just going to be honest. I'm, that's not me being self-effacing. <laughs> you, you have better guess for basketball. But... But uh, no, the, the stuff that Harrison and I shine with, the stuff that brings out the absolute most from us in terms of most entertaining is stuff like today where randomly we get a, a tweet from Shams Karania of The Athletic saying uh, that apparently Kyrie had reached out to LeBron about trying to get LeBron to Dallas somehow. And obviously he had the firestorm from that. And then Chris Haynes jumps in and says that not only 
did uh did that happen but the dallas mavericks tried to trade or were thinking about putting together a trade offer for the lakers while they were spiraling spiraling last year um Ignore the fact that LeBron couldn't have been traded last season, but but you know so did everybody else last year. That was, so yeah, I, <laughs> there's a lot of funny parts of this. That was the fun. The funniest was that LeBron, I don't know if it's like, the funniest. The, it's up there though. Yeah, it's yeah okay. It's up there. Yeah, I don't know if it's the funniest either. But the the yeah. funniest, just random aside, was just like the yeah sources say that the Mavs wanted to you know like go after LeBron last year and they were thinking about it and like i choose to believe that they actually had like a meet like because their gm's relatively inexperienced he comes from mm-hmm. sort of he's like Nike. a less qualified rob palinka in a lot of ways like he wasn't even sort of in the player represented he was like working with nike and he came mm-hmm. in and you know just because they're not in la so they don't get like the oh he doesn't know the cba or he doesn't understand the cap stories or whatever like yeah. we got with rob yeah could um, you imagine if that was like a a, a laker report yeah how many yeah. people? And would... it's like, what was what was the meeting? Was he just like, all right, guys, you know, the hypothetical for today, we're having our front office meeting. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I would like us, everyone, to go around the table and just let's talk about what could we offer for LeBron since the Lakers season is spiraling and our season, the Mavs, is going so well. Uh, what is the best <laughs> offer that we can make for LeBron James? And they were like, well, Nico, sorry, we, I, I just, I don't mean to be rude. I just looked this up. We legally cannot trade for LeBron James. He is not trade eligible until after the trade deadline. So, uh, you said Nico, sorry. And, and like, if, if this was written out, it would be Nico comma, sorry, like in, in in response to that person for a second, I thought you named a Maverick that was going to be in this trade (laughs) named Nico. Sorry. I, I did see that somebody named Jay Scrub got waved today. So, you know, there is these names are going around. I was like I was like, Nico Sorry, is that is that, Nico is that a Maverick is that I just arg- like forgot about? Nico Sorry as a person who does not exist is arguably more appealing than most of the Mavs trade packages. I was I, I, I legitimately thought does not exist over some of the salary ballasts that the Mavs would have to yeah. throw into a hypothetical LeBron trade. I thought I, I I'm I'm seeing the spelling of it too. And I ICO and then S A A R I was how like it processed in my head. I was like, did I just forget that this person existed? I'm usually pretty good with that, but did I just no. forget that this person existed? A journey down the Mavs roster on spoke tracks, <laughs> <Yes>. you know. <laughs> it's 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 their uh, ex GM just going through. Is like, man, I signed that contract. It's like, Ooh. oh, they have they have Markeith Morris's cap hold. Oh, that's no weird. wonder I they fired me for them. <laughs> no wonder my replacement is trying to, to trade Nico. Sorry for LeBron James. Yeah, um, yeah. It is. It, there is a lot, a lot to get to here, um, ranging anywhere from you know tinfoil Anthony to you and I just kind of making fun of this entire situation, which is going to be the vast majority of this. Um, and then, and then you know the fact that like this is so nonsensical. It makes me wonder, like, where, why this is even happening in the first place, especially this time of year. It's so, it's so early into the off season, um, and that's kind of where I wanted to start. So I'm, again, behind the curtain here. I, as this was all going down, I was feeding Miles, and I am in the middle of like an entire Star Wars rewatch, right? And right now I'm on Andor, and um, one of the lines that I it should be a meme. But it it um it, it never caught on the same way because it's not su- succession. 
But there's this line that this this like officer says to one of the main officers in Andor is like, it's too random to not be random, right? It's too, it's too, and that, that like, it was perfect that all this kind of happened at the same time. Because I'm like, this is so ridiculous that it should just be the kind of thing that I laugh at. But it's like two different, two of the biggest reporters doing this. And it was like at the exact same time. It was same. almost, it almost... <laughs> You know how it came across to me? I don't, I, you know, obviously we don't know where the sourcing for sure on any of this. And, you know, yeah. we, we can't ever be certain of the motivations or whatever for leaking right. it or when it came out or whatever. But with all that preface aside, it came across to me almost as like, okay, we don't want to, dr we're going to tell you this now, but we're embargoing it until the day after the finals. It's like <laughs> when you get an email, it's like embargo, like Shaq has yeah. a new rap song coming out, but you can't tweet <laughs> about it till it debuts on TNT. You know, yeah. um, yeah. an actual email that I got uh, this year. Uh, and so it, it was, was it almost good? like the, was the it song was, good. It was the trade rumors version of that. Ah, they, you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. It, you know, okay. the yeah. the CGI in the music video was terrible. But um, is he still rapping or is because I know he was DJing for a while. He actually no, he made his rap return um, mm. for a song I believe was called Let the Thotties Hit the Floor. Um, OK. <laughs> I gotta find this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm reasonably certain that was there, or at least that was a lyric. I don't know. I because I believe they sampled "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." You know. And, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I, it was crazy about that song. I think the person who sang that song it was hugely popular, and then that the the lead singer for that band just like died. It was the weirdest thing. Let the thotties hit the floor. Let's see if this pops up on YouTube. Shaq, bodies freestyle. No, no. All right, I'm gonna keep looking for it. But anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> it was it was so ridiculous. It was so nonsensical that I'm just sitting here like, why? What the hell is going on? And and um, you know, I I follow a few people uh, who who cover the Mavs and who are Mavs fans and stuff, and yeah, their reaction was kind of interesting here because. You I know. apologize. The song was called King Talk. Uh, okay. I have no idea where I got that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is going fantastic. That must have been that must have been a lyric from the song. I I didn't come up with that in my head. <laughs> King Talk Shack. All right, here we go. I'm gonna find it on YouTube and then I'll play it on 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 here, whatever. But, but anyway. Um, <laughs> did did like that my reaction though that this is like too random to be random right uh what what do you what you where do you land there like are you are you seeing this the same way or was it mostly just like what the fuck what is going on it was definitely more the second one because you know the thing the way that you have to take especially like all stuff this silly this far out ahead of free agency is it's clearly someone trying to influence some conversation in some way i'm not a hundred percent sure you know uh, which person or people or whoever it is trying to but like this, something this coordinated it's it's like you said it's too out of nowhere to just be like oh man they just happened to you know stumble upon Kyrie's text messages you know he just left his phone unlocked in front of shams and Chris Haynes and mm -hmm. I know with, with again 
I, there are two people I want to apologize to here, and uh, both of whom are near and dear to my heart. I, I, you know, first of all, Kyrie Irving, I know that you told us to not believe anything unless it comes directly from your mouth. I apologize yeah. that we are giving mm-hmm. this uh, daylight. I also want to apologize to a close personal friend, Mikey Malone, for letting this distract from, you know, the NBA Finals. <laughs> and we should be talking about him just getting out coached by someone who's clearly better at their job than he is yeah. and mm-hmm. all the different ways that the heat are sort of overcoming the amount of superior talent that Malone has to work with just in, in part by virtue of how much more well coached they are. These are like the basketball stories that we should be paying respect to. And I'm really sorry to Mike Malone that we're focusing on this Kyrie stuff instead, but yeah, it's just, it's too out of nowhere to, you know, like to just be completely random. And it's clearly someone trying to generate something. I don't, like, I just don't buy the idea that this is in any way feasible or that this is going to actually influence anyone. Like, this seems insane to me. This is now the second time, though, that, like, this specific thing has come up in this way, right? Like, it's one thing for it to be a talking point that ESPN is going to have or, you know... All, <clears throat> I think it was originally Bill Simmons was, like, throwing them out as, like, a LeBron suitor. It was going to be LeBron and Draymond to Dallas. Yeah, no, I remember that, but I'm talking about like just like the the Le- Le- LeBron Kyrie continued flirting, right? Like this storyline, this this whole narrative, um, it happening again and again and again and again in the same way that it it, it is. Um, again, if this was five years ago, right? Not even not even counting like whenever they were teammates or whatever. I'm just talking about like if. If Kyrie Irving was five years younger and LeBron was five years younger, we would be counting down the minutes until these guys found a way to play together, right? But like the part of this that that um, I, I I asked this in the Slack, and this is usually like I usually try to if 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 a take burns down Slack, um, I I go back and I hone it up a little bit. But like my initial response the first time when we got the LeBron retirement talk, right? And how that had something to do with Kyrie back then. My thought back then was like, if he's willing to go through these playoffs and then come out the other end of it and say, yeah, that was fun. Get me Kyrie. I think I'd rather just like see what my options are without LeBron. Like if that, I, I, I if it's going to take heaven and earth to get uh, LeBron and Kyrie together on the Lakers, which it will, um, I would rather like pursue other directions here. And, you know, here again, we have it coming up again where, and I, this is clearly, you know, more from, from Kyrie's side of things where the report is that he reached out to LeBron about teaming up together in Dallas. Right. Um, but then you get the counter report there from Haynes, who was very close to clutch or, um, or not even counter report, but secondary report, who uh, that comes from Haynes, which is who is very close with Clutch, and again, it's it's like this isn't. I wouldn't go. It clearly, isn't a a a trade request or uh, let alone a trade demand. But it feels like a test balloon. It feels like it feels like you know a, a canary in the coal mine. Just see like, hey, well, let's see how everybody reacts to this. And and um, you know, we we know that LeBron is very star centric when it comes to his approach to building the the best teams that he can he can perceive right um back when he went to uh cleveland from miami they had just drafted andrew wiggins and uh in his first like 
wasn't it didn't he write like a, a farewell to um or no he said like i'm coming back he wrote something yeah, it to, a about it was like a well it was a welcome home it was the lee jenkins uh article that he did he co-wrote with him and wiggins wasn't mentioned in it yeah you know yeah. and that and that signaled like okay all right there he, he's gone somewhere and you know minutes later it was wiggins for kevin love basically and and you know it was funny now that I'm kind of looking back on it, there were reports over the last couple of days of the fact that the Lakers are are likely or more likely to use their number 17 overall draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, 24, 36, 48 hours later or whatever, we start to get more of this stuff. So, yeah, I, I again, the, the vast majority of, of our conversation about this is going to be poking fun at, at all of it. But I just... It's just so ridiculous, and it's the second time that we have seen it get this ridiculous that it it makes me kind of wonder. All right, what what else is going on here? Why what am what am I missing beyond just laughing at all of this? Yeah, I, I mean that's I I think that's completely fair to sort of wonder about the motivations and is this something that is you know LeBron trying to say you know like I I think it could certainly be hey. I'm trying to recruit LeBron here, so recruit me there because otherwise I'm going to steal your star if you don't bring me in, uh, even though that's not really realistically feasible. How this works. About all the <laughs> reasons why it's not. Uh, you know, both of these, I, I don't want to stay on the sourcing thing too often, but I do think that it's important to mention just like both of these reporters have broken a number of stories about Kyrie and his trade demands and seem to be very well sourced with his camp and his representation. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so I I am not necessarily willing to go to the, like, this is LeBron or this is, you know, anyone else other than Kyrie at this point, just because it came out so coordinated, so clearly about Kyrie and like his, like no one else but Kyrie would know who Kyrie is texting, uh, you know, and trying to recruit to the Mavericks or anything like that. And so to me, this just seems like a, you know, Number one to the Mavs of like, hey, you know, you better make sure that you're, you know, ready to pay up. I'm already trying to recruit guys here and do stuff. And I'm such a great Maverick. I'm trying to bring in all these other star free agents. And look, LeBron wants to play with me. So added bonus to give me the max. Um, And, you know, and then the other side of it is to the Lakers. Kyrie also just seen at a a Sparks game, too, by the way. Also made uh, went to two playoff games for the Lakers. Yeah. And I believe it was, uh, and, you know, obviously he's very close with Phil Handy. I think there was video of him just getting picked up at the airport by him the other day. They've obviously been close going back to their Cleveland days. I don't know if that's, uh, to me, that's not even a posturing thing. Like, they just seem to be legitimately yeah. close. Um, but, you know, there's a number of kind of threads to pull on here. And uh, to me, the what this screams is you need to come and recruit me and come after me because otherwise I'm going to be trying to get LeBron to come and play with me and trying to, you know, cause problems for you that way. So wouldn't you rather have me on your team? And my answer would still be no. Uh, But, you know, I I can see why, you know, Kyrie, given the way that Kyrie thinks about himself, would think that the answer to that is a pretty simple yes. We haven't quite yet, and I, I, don't, I obviously don't pay as much attention to, to Mavericks rumors, right? But I don't think we've gotten any reporting on what Kyrie's market appears A to be. A lot of the reporting coming out of the combine when all of those agents and everyone is together was just that, uh, you know, basically every other agent and team expects Kyrie to resign in Dallas on the max. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> Kyrie reminds me in his situation with Dallas reminds me it's, it's a, it's a different version of the situation that you have between the Lakers and D'Angelo Russell, where, yeah. uh, the Lakers obviously the stakes version of that. Yeah. And, and you know, with a better player, um, which yeah. is why, well, yeah, you know, that's part of the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the, the, the Lakers right with D'Angelo would in no universe prefer to pay him upwards of 20 or more million dollars a year right after um what we saw from him at the end of the season while they were pursuing a playoff spot and then what he did in the in the western conference finals um yeah it seemed to be unlikely that he's getting more than 20 million on the free market yeah we've had multiple reports jake fisher right came on here and, and and said the same thing so um, but still like the reason that he's even going to get 20 is because the Lakers need D'Angelo Russell as much as D'Angelo Rus- Russell needs the Lakers. And, yeah. and same here goes for Kyrie where, uh, Dallas gave up a whole bunch to go out and get him. They cannot really replace him. If he walks for nothing, they'd, they'd open there. There are, I guess, pathways for them to open up some cap space there, um, after Kyrie leaves, but certainly not enough cap space to just replace Kyrie Irving. Um, And, and so like they are kind of in the spot where they're probably going to have to overpay to keep Kyrie and pay him beyond what they're necessarily comfortable with. And, you know, one way to look at this is, yeah, the Lakers are involved because it's clearly LeBron and, and there are those, those relationships there. And again, we've seen him, on three different occasions in basketball games in LA, right. Or at basketball games in LA. Um, but you know, even while most Don't people be a pun, are just, Anthony. he just likes basketball. Okay. It's just a coincidence that he's been to a lot of Lakers games. And he well, also, I just think I it's believe went and saw them in the Bay against the Warriors. Yeah. I just think it's a little weird that like, um, whenever he goes to these Lakers games, he actually walks around, like he buys the seat next to him to put a, a, a sign next to him with a big arrow. It's like Kyrie is right here for the cameras yeah. to see. I, I, I think it's a little weird. Most people don't do that. By the way, That's I just did this. typical twisting from you because you're such a puppeteer. It's That's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a good point. Twisting but, his actions. By the way, um, last night I went and saw the new Spider-Man and the, the, the Spider-Verse movie, right? And yeah. I went like 10 o'clock on a Sunday, which means nobody is there basically. Um, and I, I do this now that we have two kids, it used to be me and Jen would go to all these movies, but this time I went, um, I've been going to like some of these Marvel movies, especially that you have to like avoid uh, spoilers for. So I've been going to these movies by myself last night, Sunday night, 10 o'clock. I had an entire row to myself and it's made me start to think if it's worth it to start buying the seat next to me just to have that experience whenever I go (laughs) This is the most first world podcast suggestion you have ever made. It's it was so nice. I'm not gonna buy the whole row. Like I don't need to go that far, but like, you know, a bit of a barrier there. You know, I have Jen. If she wants to buy the seat next well, to her, you she can. Fully argue D'Lo into twenty mil into twenty million. I think like you should uh, like he should at least uh, you know give you a nice Fandango <laughs> gift card to let you do that. 
Um, or sorry, anyway, you can bleep that. A, a nice gift card to a movie service, you know? Yeah, movie service that, I, yeah. That theoretically could be paying us. And you're, yeah, you're a germaphobe. Like, you've never thought about doing that? Like, you, you, do, you do, like, you do well enough. You could do that if you went to a movie theater by yourself. You could buy seats on either side of you. I, I'm also very cheap. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not something I anticipate doing. Plus, the drive-in's perfect for that, you know? You just, nobody. We don't there. have drive-ins out here. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, back to the back to the, the, the Kyrie stuff, right? And, and I don't know, this feels to me, just like, just like uh, one reading that I had earlier, right, was that, like, the Lakers talked to, you know, there's the rumor going around that the Lakers might use their 17th pick and keep that player, right? Cheapest option, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but, um, <laughs> was not expecting that, <laughs> but, uh, and, and like the, the, the potential response that we would get in, in, you know, in, in the form of leaks from LeBron, um, I think it's altogether possible that talks between Kyrie and Dallas might not be landing quite yet at four year full max. And this is Kyrie with his first time agent, right? His, his agent, um, his representation is his like stepmom, right? And I believe she was an agent for other people before him, or she had at least done, she has a legal background. I I don't think that she's just someone. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. But like, okay. Her handling of Kyrie in the past indicates that like, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of kind of clunky behavior and, and clunky leaking to to try and go out and get yourself. Remember the, the last year? Was it last year or the year before where we were Kyrie was gonna go to the Lakers yeah, on gonna, a five million dollar deal? Yeah. 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 Uh if if well, you don't but then pay Anthony, up here, he decided that he wanted to dare to be different and lead us into take tomorrow the money. by fulfilling his original three year commitment to the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> and seeing us in the fall and reteaming yeah. with Kevin. Okay. Right. For like six months, and then and then, <laughs> well, that no, I, hey, he worked really hard and showed up to work and didn't post any anti-Semitic movies for like two weeks, and then they had the audacity to not want to give him the max. What is he supposed to do? He had to opt out at that point and demand another trade. Yeah, yeah. And then when he showed up to Dallas, right, he was like, "I really wanted it to to work in Brooklyn, and I yeah. really did everything in my power to make it work in Brooklyn." Uh huh. Um. So anyway, this is the guy that that uh, LeBron wants to team up with in L.A. and and, and, sh- <laughs> and there's just like no way that backfires. Yeah, I <laughs> I just almost choked. I apologize. <laughs> I I just um I don't know. Like I, I want to go back to the take that I had on Slack. I just if and oh no if if this is if this is um. In any way, LeBron utilizing leverage to try to get Kyrie to L.A. and to team up with him, and and that is his preferred route here, uh, and and um, the the preferred route in a way that like he will not be happy unless this is how this plays out, and he is playing next year with Kyrie Irving in L.A. Is it is it wrong of me to start thinking of the post LeBron era? already like i don't want anything to do with like lebron ad and Kyrie and a whole bunch of minimums after what we just saw theoretically 
Yeah, and and a hard cap, which you know some in the Lakers organization might not be that upset about. But like, yeah, probably um, not. But you but know. but like, if, some if, of us watching the Lakers organization and hoping they do well may be upset about. You know, yeah, right. But like, yeah, I I don't know if if this is if LeBron basically like he we've already seen him do this before. They won a championship with LeBron, AD, bunch of really good role players, and then we started to see those role players go right and and here in this case if he if if it's lebron ad and role players and they get you to the precipice of a champ uh, of a of a of a finals appearance and now you 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 go through that experience and your takeaway is okay yeah that was fun let's go get kyrie now um <laughs> i i i don't know if i want in on the 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 lebron james business much further. Like I, I think I'm I think I'm I'm arriving at a point where I think we're good here, you know? So if it does, if he if this is in any way him and, and we're not saying that this definitely is, but if he, if this is him like test ballooning a potential re- trade request to Dallas or whatever, if or they a don't potential, go, a potential buyout request was one of the scenarios discussed in yeah. the article. Um like whatever whatever it would like if 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 that's what it would kind of take you know if that's the other outcome if there's only two outcomes one being go out and move heaven and earth to bring in Kyrie Irving and the other is you know just trade me to Dallas for you know whatever or or wherever to be honest um I don't know man I think I'm reaching a point now where I'm like yeah let's go see what path B brings let's Let's look, this guy hasn't been able to stay healthy for multiple years now. He clearly looked diminished in the playoffs. Like, why Why is this something that, like, this isn't prime LeBron anymore. This isn't, you move, you do everything in your power to appease LeBron anymore. So, I don't... I don't think that you're insane to think about the future past LeBron, right? Like, like just taking that part of it on its face, whether LeBron is with the Lakers next year or not, like, the Lakers have to start thinking about at least a little bit about that. And, you know, I, I would argue that last year they almost leaned too far in that direction, and I think you would argue the same way. <laughs> I would of, do. Like, I, we are I, not I giving do. up these 2027 and 2029 picks. We would rather be embarrassing with LeBron and, like, pick 10th, you know, in 2027 or whatever it may be. You know, yeah. like, it, it's just – I think they overvalued that vision of the future last year. I think that you still have to think about it to a degree. I think that if, you know, you're having to, like, let's just say that the hypothetical that you're proposing is true, where the only way that LeBron sort of comes back is locked in, is, you know, really sort of as engaged as he's going to be during the regular season and then matches it up during the playoffs and, you know, is sort of happy to be there and is playing relatively hard and, you know, he'll take his defensive possessions off, but then you get to the playoffs and you get this version of LeBron that the Lakers got this year or something approximating it at, you know, 39 instead of 38. And so if the price for that to get that is that you have to give up, you know, a future first, hard cap yourself to bring in, because likely, you know, if, if the Lakers were signing trading for Kyrie in these scenarios, like we'll talk about how sad the Mavs roster is and how sad a trade for LeBron for them would look like. But if the, it's the Lakers trading for Kyrie, you're sort of assuming that a pick is probably involved there, right? Because the Mavs, why would they help him, you know, if they aren't getting something real back from the Lakers? You know, as much as we're going to joke about the Mavs roster, the Mavs are not just signing trading Kyrie for D'Lo or something like that. Like we have to acknowledge that. Already been well. like ex- 
explicitly leaked. They are not yeah. doing that, by the way. <laughs> like two months ahead of free agency. Like it's just not happening. You know, there's no incentive for them to leak that we would sign and trade for D'Lo this far out. But there's d- definitely not an incentive for them to leak. We would not that far out unless they just are absolutely positive that is not happening and that's not something they're interested in. And yeah. you know, look, D'Lo's not a Nike guy anymore, so I get it from the Mavs perspective. Like, um, and so, uh, so. You know, I the Lakers should be thinking about their future after LeBron and sort of that level of it. And so, again, like if the price for an engaged locked in LeBron is you're giving up a first, you're hard capping yourself to sign and trade for Kyrie. Like, I don't think that you're insane to wonder if that's worth it. I still think that in the short term, it probably is if you're the Lakers, just because the alternative of potentially just having him retire and leaving you nothing on the books. All again. I'm not going to sit here and advocate for trading for Kyrie Irving and hard capping <laughs> yourself. I still think it is more appealing than either LeBron like walking away or you buying him out or you trading him or any of these things because I don't, again, especially if you're trading him to the Mavs who do not have an appealing package to offer no. for LeBron, I still think that that bad scenario compared to the possibility of like running it back, having another training camp together, you know, having contract flexibility to make moves at the deadline, all of that stuff. I think that is the better option, but I would still, even as someone who does not want Kyrie argue for that over like just letting LeBron go and trading him. If that sort of, I guess, answers your question of, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a much larger question. Yeah, you're right. That's a larger, are you crazy for thinking about that thing specifically? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Here's the, I, I saw that there was a tweet going around one of those, like, you know, quote, tweet this with take X. Right. Uh, and it was like, what's the hard pill? What's the hard pill reality that you have to, that like your fan base has to realize. Right. And, you know, I saw various iterations of, of, of it that made some sense and some and it's that, that less... resigning D-Lo makes the most sense this summer. I think for yeah. me, that's it. It's... Oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, for me, I, I didn't give a response. But, like, for me, my response, I think the more that I kind of think about it is, you know, the NBA is actually pretty simple. And... It's about a bucket, the, which is the why teams, they need Kyrie. <laughs> the teams... Uh, the teams that like that have a chance at winning a championship year in year out typically have a max player who is playing at max level or exceeding that value in terms of just basketball, right? And that the Lakers, um, we could talk about the Russell Westbrook trade, and we could talk about you know Darvin Ham being a rookie head coach and Frank Vogel's issues there, other ros- roster issues that we've seen over the last couple of years, and we could we can utilize that as context that explain this reality. But the reality is in, 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 in terms of just raw basketball value, LeBron James and Anthony Davis haven't been max players for the last couple of years. They haven't. And that's why like, that's the foundational issue. I disagree with that for this season. I don't think that's true. The last, I, I, that's why I say like the last this year, like the, that, that, that helps make my point further, right? This yeah. run, especially in the playoffs where those guys started playing up to that level. That's why, that's why we started to see the Lakers take off the way they did. Right. But so long as, so long as LeBron and AD weren't playing at that level for, you know, the last two and a half years, not counting 
post deadline this season. Um, yeah, like that. And and by the way, like when we saw them stumble against Denver, they were outplayed by Jokic, another max player, right? And so like um the the reason I bring all that up is if I was to ask you your confidence level, one to ten, ten being most confident that the Lakers are going to continue to get max value or more than max value from LeBron and AD, let alone Kyrie, who would be on a, a max contract as well. Um, like, how, how, what's your, where would you sit there? It can't be very high. And, and I don't know. You like, mean I for just, this year specifically? This, up, this upcoming year, for the, for the entirety of the time that they would be playing together. So I would imagine it would be like, Kyrie would be signing a four-year max, right? So, God. yeah. So, Ugh. right. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Is like that's why. Like this is all the math that that I'm doing in my head when I say like I don't know that I'm. How many? I years think I would, I would, That's the worst contract in the NBA. Fifteen minutes. You know, it like one one too many YouTube searches. Like like. Yeah, you know. I guess it does depend on. We would need to see if the Lakers have any contacts at YouTube. Maybe they can update the algorithm, you know, and just see if they can. <laughs> well, I know, I know. Like the the Arizona Cardinals had like a clause in Kyler Murray's contract uh, last year. It was like he had to do X number of studying hours per week uh, in order to to maintain eligibility with his contract or something like that, or, or get like some kind of bonus. I believe um, maybe the Lakers can be like. Kyrie is limited to children's YouTube and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like he can use streaming services, but like yeah. no YouTube, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I that's, well, although like, actually an Amazon streaming service is where he got in trouble. So maybe not, uh, okay, maybe, uh, true. um, Queeby? they set a screen time limit, you know? Yeah. Screen time limits per day. Okay. Or like somebody sits in the room with him while he goes on these YouTube searches. In Instagram yeah. searches. Or, you know, are, if you're a Laker fan and you work at YouTube, can you alter the algorithm so that every single next recommendation is like, it's like how-to videos on how to get better at defense. <laughs> it's like, this is weird. I just keep getting recommendations for like, for best lateral movement speed drills. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like lethal shooter, but like lethal, lethal, lethal slider, right? Yeah, like lethal <laughs> defender. <laughs> But yeah, um, I don't know. But like, the, the, my my question is basically though, like, uh, is that is that a trio that you're comfortable, especially uh, that trio and just minimum contract guys? Basically, I think they'd be able to keep Reeves. I maybe no, I think they could keep Reeves. There, there are certain gymnastics where they could make that yeah, work. they could keep Reeves. So it'd be those four guys, and and like with those four guys, and essentially just minimum guys outside of that. Um, because again, like as Jake reported on the, on the show last week or whatever, there are, as he's been communicated, marching orders to stay below the second apron, which again, they'd be hard capped anyway. So it wouldn't different conversation, yeah. but, they, but like yeah, they, they, their marching orders would be the, the NBA CBA, not allowing them to go. Yeah. Higher. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like the Mavericks had marching orders to not trade for LeBron James last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, but like I, I just land on I, I don't know I, I, it's not it's not like one of those it's not you know something I'm I'm all that comfortable saying the note like yeah trade LeBron James is not is not something I like coming out of my out of my mouth 
But if the alternative, and we're not saying this is definitively the alternative, but if the alternative is essentially the only way he's going to be bought in, and the only way we don't keep getting more of these nonsensical, you know, trade rumors and 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 this linkage between him and and Kyrie is to just move heaven and earth and bring Kyrie in. I don't know, man. I I think I'd rather I think I'd rather just say, you know what? You got your one championship. We had this really fun playoff run, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. We're good here. We're good. Best of luck in Dallas. Best of, best of luck with with uh, with Kyrie and and with one season of Luca and 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 all the best. Yes, you still are, and I'm gonna go into I, I'm I'm gonna go into why. Okay, so okay. this this is insane on so many levels as to like I I cannot believe that we've podcasted for almost an hour on this topic and given it that level of legitimate consideration and yeah, thought and you know I know we that's a failure on my part. Whatever. Yeah, this is just it's not happening. Okay, it's yeah. just not happening. You know, the, the, first of all, the article that Haynes wrote has been updated to uh, say that the Mavericks were preparing to offer make an offer for James last season when the Lakers were spiraling. Sources say, despite James being ineligible for trade last season due to the date of his extension. So that is on the record that they were thinking about making a trade and did not know the rules. <laughs> they thought that they could trade. Like, that's what that is saying to me. That they literally, what? they thought that they could trade for a guy that was not eligible to be traded. And, you know, so yeah, that's... That's what that new thing says. Hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nope. There's That's been an like, update. So he essentially, it was reported to him. He didn't push back, seems like. And then the internet pushed back and said that he couldn't be traded for it last year. And he wanted to keep his reporting there. Well, apparently, no, I mean, to me, this is more newsworthy. This just means that the Mavs did not know that that was a rule. And we're, yeah, they were, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, anyway, this is this is not happening uh, like LeBron. Yeah. So, you know, there were a couple scenarios that were proposed. Number one being like, hey, like he's recruiting him. Like, would he demand a trade? Could they trade him? I, I You know, could they, you know, like could the Mavericks? There's basically two avenues for LeBron to get there. It's trade and it's buyout. I'm just going to go ahead and say not that gonna I'm going to make a out. bold prediction that the Lakers are not going to buy out the $46 million, ex- you know, that are on LeBron's or no, sorry. This is, I'm not, I'm looking at the wrong. Uh, it's like 47, long, almost 48. Yeah. It's like year. 48 million and it's over two years, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 So it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So he got the like, over over thirty six rule where he could own. It was the biggest contract he could yeah, sign. Yeah, it was two years. It was, it was like 36. two years, ninety six million, right? It was something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lakers are not buying out a two year, ninety six million dollar extension that they signed last summer that has not kicked in yet. It's just not happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, because like, he has LeBron, a player option. So it's like it's a like, it's a one and one. So he can, if they bought him out, they would have to include they they would have to do something about the or he would have to forego all of that money. Which I don't think I he's going to do either. I don't think you can preemptively just like opt out of a player option like that or anything and like offset the buyout amount. I'm pretty sure they would be cap wise on the hook for that both years. Unless, yeah, again, I, unless I could be mistaken, you know, obviously there's a new CBA, so maybe there's rules we aren't aware of, or maybe I'm just misunderstanding. But my understanding is that if you just buy out a contract, that's like the same as waiving a player. So you're automatically opting in to 
all the years on that contract if you're waiving someone because it's like you know or you know if it's team option it's i guess like, you're well, how did it go um, down with detroit and blake griffin because i think he had two years on his deal well he probably just gave them back the money all the money except for you know like he probably gave them some savings on that off of whatever he was this is normally how it works lebron so lebron is not going to you know, LeBron would have to just say, like, I am taking, you know, you're to buy me out of this contract, you are going to pay me one dollar. You know, he could afford it. You know, he's he's richer than Lakers ownership. So, like, maybe yeah. he could, you know, give them that savings. But they would still be on the hook for that cap-wise, is my understanding. That's just not happening. You're not going to build a functional team with, you know, LeBron dead cap. Maybe, I'm, again, maybe I'm wrong, so I apologize for this rant, if so. But either way, even if the Lakers could get off of all that money, they're not buying out LeBron James. That's not something that this franchise does. Like, they're not going to, you know, have his ending be like, hey, we're buying you out to go pursue, you know, a ring with your friend. Kyrie and the Mavs it's just not going to happen and they're not going to trade him to the Mavs because the Mavs contracts outside of Luka which this is clearly not LeBron and Lu or Kyrie and LeBron are going to team up in Dallas without Luka uh or you Why know not? then <laughs> yeah <laughs> then I'm more willing to consider it uh I guess is uh is my answer I'm, I'm more, more willing, willing to consider the possibility that the Lakers trade LeBron James and that's uh that's a good move moving forward I'll tell you what if if it came down to and if Somehow. I'd throw and in I don't 29, think honestly, if, if yeah. the Lakers could, if, if Luca was on the table. If I could, if I could swap out LeBron for Luca, I would, <laughs> 29, I would trade uh, Christie. Would you throw I would in Max trade, Christie? Are you willing to put him in that deal? I would throw, I would throw in Max Christie, the eventual draft rights to Bronny, everything. Like, I, whatever it takes to get, to, to, to swap out uh, Luca for LeBron. Or yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to keep Austin in that scenario. You know, it's just uh, like you got to <laughs> set a line somewhere. Um, a lot of people in Texas be really excited about the the Mavericks trading for for uh, Austin. Yeah. Um. And, and so if you look at the Mavericks list of contracts, it is outside of Luca incredibly depressing just like going yes. down their roster of how much like they have uh, Davis. Uh, is it Davis Davis? How do you I think it's Davis Bertans. Yeah, Davis Bertans, who is making uh, $17 million a year over the next two years uh, to basically be, like, I guess, Matt Ryan with better marketing? I don't know. You know, and so, like, he's probably salary filler in this. Or they have, you know, hey, if you're just like, hey, I don't want Bertans. You know, like, that's that's a bad contract. I don't want that. Don't worry. They have other salary filler in Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr., who is making mm -hmm. $17.8 a year for the next two years. Uh, and so I was able to construct a really just not at all horrifying uh, or abominable trade. Oh, wait. Actually, it's not going to let me share my screen. But of uh, Davis Bertans, Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green. Uh, and then, you know, just to just to sweeten the pot for the Lakers, I threw in 2023 round one, 2027 round one, and 2025 round one. Uh, I think you'd also have to looking add, for for LeBron. You'd also have to ask for, for Jaden Hardy. So it'd be Hardy, Green, whatever, every pick that Dallas can possibly move. Because the other thing, too, is that, like, these yeah. aren't expirings. They, like, so the, the, Fanspo was I, usually it's pretty good about not letting you put in picks that are illegal, but it was accidentally letting me trade two first round picks in a row. So I'm not sure what was going yeah. on there, but yeah, they they have some picks to trade, but I believe some of them are encumbered, and I wasn't able to fully figure that out. Yeah. So, but like you know, um, Hardaway seventeen point eight million two years from now, right? 
Like this is these are these are contracts that like aren't expiring. So like if you enjoy the whole contracts, you're trading yeah. on for bad contracts and like possibly mediocre to bad picks. I right. Don't know. Like it'd be, I mean, it'd maybe be one be, thing end up being good picks if if this just convinces Luca to leave eventually. But um, well, I, look, we this was the this was I think the hottest take that I had. Right. Was was like, hey, those those picks could actually be kind of valuable. Right. Luca leaves. No, if they're far out picks, they, they could be good because I'm not sure Luca's staying. Yeah, not because it, of LeBron, just because I'm not sure that this like ends super well, and it just seems like guys don't stay with franchises. Luca already like anymore. depending on who you pay attention to or, or who you talk to or whatever. Luca, um, I'm not going to go so far as to say that he has like a foot out the door or anything like that. So maybe but he's in the deal. He's in the deal for LeBron. This actually makes a whole lot more sense now. There's, there's like, there's look, there's actual reported frustration um, on the part of Luca directed towards the Mavs. Uh, for good reason. They've been a disaster no, I mean, since they drafted him. I mean, famously, LeBron is the only star player who doesn't like it when teams prioritize draft picks over their chances to compete. So I'm sure Luka yeah. was just fine missing the play-in last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's, yeah. Anyway, the, the 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 scenario that I had kind of playing out in my mind, if again, if this was like LeBron again trying to leverage all of this other nonsense to, to try and go out and get Kyrie, but... Uh, if if Luca leaves there, those the value of those picks skyrockets. LeBron, if if this was the healthiest that we've seen or that we'll see LeBron for the rest of his career, it wouldn't exactly shock me. Kyrie, yeah. Whether it's whether it's uh YouTube suspension or injury, he has real trouble like staying on a basketball court. Like those picks aren't gonna be worthless, I don't think. Or and and could be hugely valuable like you know again just kind of throwing it out there for those who were kind of frustrated with all of this stuff going on but again like I, I do want to be clear LeBron can't control whether or not Kyrie's camp leaks that he and Kyrie spoke about this and we don't know the extent of that conversation we also it could, don't even know that they spoke we just know that Kyrie texted him to ask about it right right so like we don't there's, you know, a lot of this is beyond LeBron's control, as I say, 53 minutes into this pot. But, like, it is, it is uh, you know, worth noting that, like, LeBron looks at all of this. And, and I don't know. I know that LeBron sees Kyrie as, like, a, you know, almost like a little brother or, like, a, you know, a, a younger friend who, who's, you know, really trying to look out for and stuff. But you also have to be real about, like, the two years that Kyrie has had uh over the you know the, the last couple seasons and and how like mess just seems to follow him and i would imagine if not lebron himself somebody in lebron's camp is like hey man there there have to be other ball handlers who can like shoot there so you has would think to that be. but he's argued pretty hard for him twice so i don't think that uh, well, you know not, I, I don't know necessarily that message is getting going through not not so hard I guess that the difference to me here would be like leaving LA to go play with Kyrie. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that, that's where somebody with, within his camp and if not LeBron himself would be like, you weren't signing up to play with Giannis. Like you're, you're yeah, no, I guess it's for... like, you know, if you're making plans and it's like a, someone that you're like not the closest with, but they're like, ah, I'm going to be in the area. Like, okay. It's like, yeah, okay. I'll get dinner with you. But like, I'm not, I'm not driving, you know, two hours to do it right right um by the way i'm, I'm gonna be in the area in september so well how close to the area 
you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. If you're going to be in L.A., then yeah, I'll meet up. But if it's O.C., I don't know that I'm driving down. See, but then I'm... Why would I want to be in L.A.? That just... LeBron, no. did you just join no. the Zoom call? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just find... I, I, I find all of this obviously ridiculous. And the last thing that I kind of want to talk about before we get out of here is, um, like, this how is, much... It really cannot be stated enough that this is one of the most ridiculous hypotheticals that we've well, done how, during an offseason ever. Would it also shock you if this got more ridiculous? No, if this is the starting point. <laughs> but, like, like this is the... I, I mean, we saw it last year. Where what do we, there was what a do whole like Kyrie taking five mil in this saga. What are we? That's what are we that's, that's the game I wanted to play. I wanted okay. to say like, all right, what is what is next in in this <laughs> ridiculous saga? Um, I'll start with uh, Kyrie really likes Austin Reeves game. Loves his footwork. Really wants to play with him. Sees him as a guy that, uh, you know, would... Sees him as a guy that would really complement Kyrie's skills well. Which, <laughs> which, like, that's true, honestly, in a vacuum. Like, Austin and Kyrie yeah. would, well, like, basketball-wise, yes no. fit... I, yes I think no. they'd fit pretty well together. Offensively, for sure. Defensively... Yeah. yeah, defensively, I guess you're leaving a little bit to be desired there. But offensively, they fit bit. really well together. Uh, but also, it's just... It's funny from the perspective of, like... Kyrie's like, yeah, like they're the Lakers are going to be building around me, um, you know, like, <laughs> and I like Austin. <laughs> no, I think like the funny, well, the, the Lakers already have an assistant coach that is like really close to Kyrie, so they can't like do yeah. like the we're going to hire, you know, like someone like the Jalen Brunson thing, or you know, like I, I believe uh, Philly hired like Dame's trainer at one point. Like sometimes these mm-hmm. like teams they hire someone that's really close to them that is you know like oh well actually no 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 okay I figured it out okay the Mavs are overhauling their coaching staff they've made a Godfather offer to Phil Handy. Look, this one I could see. Yeah, like I'm yeah, not. Honestly, I'm not. This one's a little too realistic. Um, like this one, Phil Handy. Uh, I was surprised that he stayed on the staff after he he was not hired to be the head coach after Frank Vogel. I was surprised he he uh, stuck around. Does seem to really like it. Obviously, really likes working with LeBron. But he he on the record has said he wants to be a head coach in this league, mm-hmm. and. He's not going to be a head, like Darwin isn't going anywhere. And um, my guess is like he wants to, he wants to be seen as like the lead assistant who would be the heir apparent if things didn't go very well. And if Dallas made that offer to him, yeah, like <laughs> I thought, I thought Phoenix might do it. Um, but if, if, yeah, uh, so if, uh, if, if we aren't going to see it here with Phoenix, I could totally see it with, with Dallas and, um, in which case, do you think it would be like a package deal, Phil Handy and LeBron for Hardaway, Bertans, Cleaver, and Bullock? You can't, you can't. I, I shouldn't even dignify this, but you can't tra- attach coaches. In a I know. Um, <laughs> Can we get Dudley back? Like, <laughs> assistant coach for assistant coach trade. Um. Do we get do we get at any point, you know, I guess even taking this outside of the Lakers bubble, like actually maybe we're not expanding our minds on this enough. Is this 
It's usually the case Kyrie with Kyrie. We're talking about like we yeah, have this, to, we have to go yeah. full galaxy brain. Is this yeah. Kyrie trying to make Kevin Durant jealous that he's texting LeBron instead <laughs> and get? the Suns to trade for Kyrie and start to become a serious suitor for him to open up like another suitor in extension talks. Yeah. It would be fun. Like I, I, I wouldn't hate getting uh, regular updates on the players that Kyrie is texting to go to Dallas, even though he's not, even, I don't think he's going to be in Dallas. Like I, I, it was funny how many Dallas people I actually were think like, he's going to be. I, I think he's going to be next year. I think all of this is all for nothing. Like, I, I think he's going to be back there at the max. I just don't, I can't fathom a team saying, I want four years max Kyrie Irving. I don't think the Mavs are all that smart. I guess that's true. They did trade for <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> man, ah. Uh, I I would I would not I would be happy for like a a, a reporting series like you know how at, at Silver Screen right you can link stories and like a you know how you could you could link them all together um, I would not I wouldn't hate like a series of reports like a, a Chris Haynes or a Shams Karania thread of Kyrie Irving just texted so and so and just see where this thing goes just specific about basketball I don't need his other texts I, that 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 is yeah I'm good. His non 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 basketball subject matter is not something I'm yeah. all that interested in. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's let's get everybody out of here. Do you have a misfortune of the two weeks? Do you have anything like uh, that? I do actually. I I all have right. I have a misfortune. Um, my wife today. I was you know as some of you know, uh, she you know occasionally does social videos for this podcast and you know mm-hmm. allows me to promote my appearance and you know these conversations that I enjoy having with Anthony every other week. Uh, and I was getting set to record this podcast, and I was like, "Hey, are you going to have time to make a clip today?" And she said, "Well, if the podcast is good." <laughs> And I was like, aren't they all? And she's like, no. So there you go. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, if you made it this far. I choose reviews. Not yeah. all winners. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, I just, I, I said, hey, don't leave it on iTunes then. It's fine. I just, yeah. if you don't like yeah, it. Just say it and like, don't tweet it. Just say yeah. it out loud. And then Harrison can repeat it on the show. Yeah. Just hurt my feelings, you know, right before I'm getting set to try and focus and record and make an entertaining show. Just tell me that I'm not entertaining, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. The person I love most, you know? It's just... <laughs> so, man, like, your, your day-to-day, you have Mia taking shots at you like that and Sasha planning out your murder. Like, Can you text her a picture of her and I and be like, this is who you're making, this is whose feelings you're hurting, by the way? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'll tweet it at her. Just out of yeah. context before the show yeah. goes up. See how everybody reacts. Just wedding, just like, uh, you know, find a wholesome wedding photo of us and just be like, this is, who's, this is who you're attacking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lounge. Uh, thank you very much, Harrison, for hopping on here. Thank you very much, Kyrie and, and, and Shams and Chris Haynes for giving us something ridiculous to talk about as we are at this point in the, uh, in the, the offseason where we are just waiting for... Denver and Miami to wrap things up so we can get to, you know, next season stuff. Um, and yeah, thank you to the unnamed guest who again shall remain nameless. We are not going to mention the fact that she 
covered various teams for SB Nation while she was there. Before why why are you thanking this person this often on my show? Just th- th- thank her tomorrow. I like her more than you. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. So does my <laughs> wife, apparently. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, look, you're you're the professional podcaster, not me. I'm the I'm the father of two children. <laughs> Avery has started doing this thing where um, is that what you do anytime somebody critiques you? Are you or you're like you're like I'm a father of two. You do not get to disrespect me like that. Yeah, no, especially especially um, you know every time somebody tries to cancel me, I just, I, I'm the father of a daughter. Yeah, like this is who you're criticizing, by the way, and it's just a picture of you and your family. Um, you you do like the the NBA. I've been waiting memes. for somebody to like, like say something ridiculous back at me. So I no, I actually, wanna... that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that the next time some I see somebody come after you on Twitter. I'm gonna take a family photo from your Facebook and be like, "This is who y'all criticizing, by the way." No, I'm like, <laughs> I think that's gonna be my response from now on. <laughs> yeah just like putting pictures of me and my happy family just increasingly like wholesome pictures of your family you know like <laughs> we do one in all the little christmas outfits for christmas like, I, pissed photo. Off, like, I pissed off um orlando magic twitter i guess uh because i said that that kobe guy like i can't wait till kobe is is covering paolo on the lakers paolo Bacaro on the <laughs> See that that's next level thinking by the OC register. They're just uh they're getting prepared for yeah. the future magic star to Lakers yeah. star pipeline. Um so, <laughs> so what, what I should have done is just like started quote tweeting people with like this this who y'all make fun of. This who I'm gonna do that. Going I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take up arms in your defense. I'm gonna be the number one Anthony Irwin stand on Twitter. Be like when you all make fun of Anthony Irwin, this is this is who you're criticizing, by the way. Yeah. Family man. <laughs> no, what we should do is every time Avery is crying, I'm gonna take a picture of Avery and it'll be me. Like people are just gonna keep thinking I'm making Avery cry. Um and it's like this who y'all are making fun of. Yeah, this, this man is, I showed my obviously tweet a really good. This was her response. I said, "This yeah. is what they're saying about Daddy online." Look at, look at this person wants your daddy to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it'll lead to enough growth for the podcast that you can afford her future therapy from being subjected to that at like three. <laughs> yeah, right. Jen freaked me out the other day. She's like, "Oh yeah, Avery's going to remember. Like, she's going to start remembering stuff like now." Yeah, and you have no idea what it's going to be, too. Yeah. It's going to be like, it, it's it's going to be the most random stuff. So, it's yeah. terrifying. Like, for a while there, I was like, could be a future trauma, you know? <laughs> from, like, from like zero to two, I was like, all right, we're good. You know, we're set here. You know, two and a half, all right. But now Jen's like, yeah, three, they start really remembering things. Like, from your, your first memories tend to be right around when you're like three years old. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah like, i i used to think of it like an etch-a-sketch like you you screw up and then you don't shake her obviously but like it would just it would... She's, yeah well i mean maybe she won't remember that or maybe she will i don't know yeah if you've been shaking her to make that was her the forget, worst example i could have used you use the f word and you just shake your baby just uh 